Hello, my dudes. Welcome back to Previously Gifted. Today's episode is going to be political. You guys have been asking for me to talk a little bit of politics, and I think this week's topic is unavoidable and um, very important to discuss and to keep discussing. Um, So today's video is going to be about the shooting in Parkland, Florida. Um, I have been following the news and getting very emotional about this entire um, situation. And it's been, it's been a rough time for me. Um, I had like a rough week in general. I was just like mentally not feeling great. And there was like quite a lot of negativity going on. Um, and yeah, the, the shooting obviously is just like devastating. And it's just another reminder that we need to talk about gun control. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And of course, I'm going to get fired up. Uh, it just, I've been going insane. I can't stop myself from reading, like, Facebook posts and these, like, long, like, pro-gun control posts that I'm, like, crying and agreeing with, or these, like, ridiculous, like, <laughs> anti-gun control posts, so I'm gonna get into that. Um, before we get started, as always, I've gotta give a shout-out to my patrons. I'm gonna make it quick this week so we can get into the meat of things. We've got Joni K, Kirsty, Eric, Lily, Matt, Jerome, and Liz. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. If you guys are interested in becoming a patron, um, those are our official sponsors. They get shout outs every week, um, but you can join and get access to bonus um, episodes and other cool exclusive stuff if you go to patreon.com slash previously gifted. So, um... Let's just jump right in. If you don't know what happened, um, I don't know how you possibly couldn't, but on Valentine's Day, a former student of a a high school um, took an AR-15 and just shot tons of people. There were like dozens of people who were injured and 17 people died between um, students and staff. And I'm already like tearing up because, you know, I've been reading about the people who were killed and survivors' stories, and, like, it's just, it's it's obviously unspeakably horrendous, and no student should have to go through that. No one should have to go through that, but, you know, here in the United States, our relationship with guns is so crazy, and, you know, we're the only country who deals with mass shootings like this so often, you know? It's it's crazy. We just had Vegas over the summer, and <laughs> even just in 2018, the number of mass shootings that we've had this year is insane. You compare it to any other country, and it's just, like, unrivaled. So, I mean, clearly, we need to do something about this. So... My heart was broken when I saw the news on Valentine's Day. And, you know, I was following everything, mostly on Twitter, because that's where I get my news. But I was so angry to see the same response. I mean, the same response happens every time, from the left and from the right. It's always the same after shootings like this. The left, pro-gun control people, say, this is a terrible tragedy. What can we do about it? We need gun control now. 
and all the different things that they're asking for in terms of like reform. And then there are people, mainly on the right, who come out and say, how dare you politicize this? The left is coming out and politicizing this, not even giving the families time to grieve over the people they've lost. And they, would, they want to turn this into a political issue. <sighs> that makes me so angry. It's the Tommy fucking Lawrence of everybody who come out and <sighs> say that this is not something to politicize. It's too soon to talk about it. It's like... They say that after every mass shooting, which is ridiculous. We shouldn't even be saying every mass shooting as if it's a casual thing that we have to deal with in this country. But at this point, it is. It happens far too frequently. It should not be occurring at all. But, you know, the fact that we have to discuss this almost weekly is... It's horrible. So when is soon enough to discuss gun control? a day after, a few days after, within, you know, the week. So people have been discussing it. And as usual, the politicians on the right offer their condolences. They have their thoughts and prayers and it's such a tragedy. Um, But if you say anything about, you know, gun reform, they say, oh, oh, we don't want to jump on this too soon. There was a compilation of Paul Ryan and his reaction to mass shootings. And every time he says, we don't want to we don't want to have any rash you know decisions about this. We don't want to blame guns. What? Okay. Like it's just it's so backwards that I can't even like it, it's hard to even have a discussion about it because I can't believe that there are people who can hear about these mass shootings and say this has nothing to do with guns every time. It blows my mind. Um, So anyway, people who I believe are rational want gun control. I have a tweet of Bernie's that I retweeted um, that pretty much, you know, sums up everything that I believe that we need. And by the way, I always see people on the right, gun fanatics, saying, we're not going to let people take our guns. I, I need my guns to defend my family. We're not saying or asking for anyone to ban all guns. You can still have your hunting guns and you can have your guns to keep in your household to protect your family if you would like, but we're not down for you to have um, assault rifles. We don't need you to have semi-automatic weapons. You can have your handguns. You can have, you know, less advanced technology, whatever. You can still defend your family and have your hunting, your hunting hobbies. Again, that blows my mind. Or even just like shooting, shooting as a hobby. You can still do that. We're not trying to ban all guns, but of course it's like the left is trying to take our guns. No, listen, read one tweet. That's not what we're asking for. Anyway, Bernie's tweet. We must take on the NRA and pass common sense legislation to keep our children safe. Common sense, everybody. Um, we're asking for tightening, tightened background checks. We want to end the gun show loophole, crack down on people who buy guns legally for people who can't, and ban civilian sale of semi-automatic assault weapons. <sighs> like, this is what blows my mind. When people right away say, no, gun reform doesn't work. We can't do any of that. It's like, okay, can you at least agree that we should ban semi-automatic assault 
rifles for civilians. Like, can you justify your need as a civilian to keep an AR-15 in your house? How you can't have any other gun that would provide the same protection or enjoyment as your hobby or whatever. Like, can we at least not all agree to ban that one gun? Because clearly that gun specifically is an issue. So just, I don't know. The fact that, you know, people on the right, whatever, pro-gun people, NRA members, um, the fact that they will close their ears and just, like, not listen to anything that discusses any form of gun control is just a reform. It's literally just, like, background checks. If you're a regular person who doesn't have a criminal history or something, if you have no worries about not passing a background check, why would you be opposed to that? Why would you be opposed to a waiting period if you're not trying to do anything illegal or dangerous with your guns? If you are just trying to protect your family or you want to add a gun to your collection, why would you have such a huge problem with these things that really wouldn't impact you? I just, I truly do not understand it. And, and there are never, like logical responses to it. So it just, like, on top of the emotion from, you know, a tragedy like this and just being, like, so heartbroken for so many families and and all of those students of that high school, like, on top of that, I just have this, like, this, this fury toward people who, who, oh my god, they're, like, we need to protect our, our children. You know how we can do that? With better parenting. There's, there's been a pussification. That's an actual phrase that I saw on a Facebook post by a pro-gun person. This guy was like, you know what we need? We need better parenting. Parenting are letting our kids be pussies and those are the kids who end up killing people in their schools. I'm like, what? You literally have it all backwards. That kid was a Trump supporter. He was a huge gun fanatic. It's like, I don't think any level of parenting could have stopped him from becoming that type of person. And again, that's debatable. I would agree that obviously raising children better and having, you know, growing up in a loving household with your parents will definitely have a better, you know, impact on your well-being and your mental health, maybe, your mindset. But like, just... Even the people with the best upbringing can sometimes end up being just, like, sociopaths or being serial killers, you know? Your upbringing doesn't have everything to do with it. So you cannot say that better parenting would stop these mass shootings. You know what could have stopped this mass shooting? That kid not having such easy access to an assault rifle and so much ammunition. Oh, I'm getting really angry and really upset. In this next segment, um, I'm going to talk about... Um, oh, man, I totally skipped over something. So I guess we'll talk about that next. Um, more things that infuriate me that people on the right, pro-gun rights, gun owners, say. Um, and then we'll talk about America versus the world, because apparently we, we are the only people who cannot seem to solve our gun problems. So, here's a break. I need it. You guys, too.
guys, welcome back to Previously Gifted. I have breathed. I have taken a breather, um, and hopefully I will be able to slow down, because I, I, like, I talk too fast, and then I lose my breath, and I sound like I'm about to cry, which maybe emotionally I am, but also I need to breathe, uh, just for your listening pleasure, and so I make a little bit more sense. Uh, anyway, something else to drive me insane. I'm gonna talk about these, um, arguments against gun control, um, such as... Guns don't kill people. People kill people. This fucking response is so dumb. I cannot believe it. It's it's all of these. They're so stupid that it's it's, it's so hard to respond to them. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. These people are just evil people. Evil people will do evil things. If they want to shoot a school, they'll do it. They won't pay attention to laws. Like, a, it, the school was a gun-free zone. Sorry for the accent. <laughs> Jesus. Um, the school was a gun-free zone. Um, even if you ban the gun, they'd find some way to get it. <sighs> Fuck off, dude. It's like, obviously things are a lot harder to acquire for the average person if they're illegal or banned than if they're legal and so accessible that you can get it within a day. So, fuck your argument. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna come through with very rational responses sometimes because I just get so, like, emotional about it. Guns don't kill people? Um, yes, they do. Guns are the weapon, and if somebody like this shooter, or like any of these mass shooters, they want to be able to harm as many people as possible in a short amount of time. Guns are going to be one of the easiest weapons for them to be able to do that. And people are always like, well, if it weren't a gun, you know, they, they'd be stabbing people. You cannot tell me that a gun can do less damage than a knife. If one kid, one man has a knife or even a machete, that is not going to do as much damage as a semi-automatic weapon. Okay? It's just like, it's literally, it's just not possible. Oh, that's, that's a dumb, dumb response. Dumb response. Um, it's not a gun problem. It's a mental illness problem. Whoo, wow. Um, I think it is a gun problem, obviously. Um, it's just like all of these. Uh, uh. I've seen a lot of people... I didn't even think about this this response in the first place, but obviously this is a good point. People saying, I have a mental illness, like I have depression or I have anxiety or even I have schizophrenia or I'm bipolar. People with mental illnesses are coming out and saying, this is offensive because I have a mental illness. A lot of people I know have mental illnesses and none of us have murdered people. None of us have committed, you know, a mass murder. Like... Be, having a mental illness does not mean necessarily that you're more likely to kill a bunch of people or be homicidal. I was just reading something that was saying that the mentally ill, mentally ill people are less likely to be violent and more likely to be the victims of violent crime. So it's like, fuck your argument. Fuck that response. It's not, okay, but again, people say we need better mental health services. Okay, I 100% I agree with that. I will 100% agree with the fact that it would be great if we had 
more psychologists in schools or people to talk to or if bullying weren't such an issue that pushed kids to this point where they they feel like they have to kill their classmates. We don't know the motive. We don't know the reason. We don't know exactly what causes people to want to do this to other people. But I would say that it's a lot easier to, for example, ban assault rifles, the weapon that is used in most of these cases. It's a lot easier to do that with a law than to try to solve the problem of why people become (laughs) mass murderers, you know? Like, I would love to help improve mental health, but I think it's a lot easier to, to... make it less likely to get that gun and get that weapon than it is to fix or monitor someone's mental health, you know? It's like, but again, I will agree with that. And that's the thing is like, I think we all need to listen to each other and give each other points when when you make a point. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's like, just because a, a conservative person says, we need better mental health, I will not disagree with that. I will 100% agree with that. We don't need to, like, make this a party issue. And it's really, it doesn't have to be a a political issue even. We just need to, like, just just look at things without these party lines in our heads. Just think about what will truly be able to do more to protect people. Just don't make it into a political thing. But then everything's political, so never mind. Um, another response that people always say is, we need more good guys with guns. If there were more good guys with guns there, this wouldn't have happened. (sighs) There are people saying we need to arm our teachers. We should hire, um, you know, mentally healthy veterans to defend our schools and... (sighs) First of all, the the idea of, like, having multiple armed um, guards at every school is just kind of, like, I don't know. Like, my high school had a policeman who was armed, you know? A lot of high schools. I think the school in Parkland had an armed officer as well. Um, So it's, like, I understand that. But, like, we can't have... Like, like how many could have helped this? You know, that, that school was about the size of my high school. There was, like, 3,200 students. Um, how many armed guards would you need to be able to protect a school of that size? You know? And how much time do you have to, to hope that one of those guards could get to the shooter before he, you know, harms too many people? It's just, like, there's so many factors involved with that that it just, even if there were five armed guards. Like, how could you be sure that that would be able to solve the problem? And then you have the issue of, like, crossfire. You know, how many more kids could get harmed in the crossfire of that with all of these other good guys with guns? You know, it's just... I I definitely do not believe that more guns will solve the problem because America has the most guns out of any country in the world and we have the most gun problems, the most gun deaths, the most gun violence. It's... I don't believe it. Don't fight fire with fire. (sighs) I don't want good guys with guns at schools. I definitely don't want students carrying guns either. People are like, well, this was a gun-free zone. It's like, what do you mean? You think kids need to bring their own personal protection to school just in case? No. Again, I think easier than that, how about we keep our schools gun-free zones, 
and then we ban assault rifles. That's the thing that I'm going to keep saying on repeat because I think that is literally the common denominator when you look at a lot of these mass shootings. Parkland, Vegas, Orlando, Sandy Hook. They all have the exact same weapon in common. You cannot say that banning that rifle wouldn't help. I mean, fuck. At the least, they'd have to choose a different weapon. But it's it's obviously powerful and they choose it for a reason. So it's like, let's make this more difficult, you know? Okay, so... Ugh. America's relationship with guns. That's what I want to talk about next, because another infuriating response uh, from people who won't support gun reform is that, well, first of all, Second Amendment, we have the right to bear arms, and that should have no limits, right? Because we need to protect ourselves. What if we need to form a citizen militia? Like, okay, tone down your paranoia for one second. Um, America's relationship with guns and our history with guns is so different and it's so unique and there is no other country that is like us. Um, Because of our history, the way that our country was founded, the Second Amendment, um, there are people who are gun enthusiasts who believe that their ownership of guns will protect them and it will allow them to protect their family and perhaps even defend their community, you know? And in addition to that, they get to enjoy shooting or hunting or whatever else they like to do with their guns. Um, But also, they will defend those guns at any cost. Even though, again, um, the idea of gun control or gun reform is not to take away all of their guns. That's not the the idea. That's not on the table at all. Um, But they, they will not support any discussion of gun control because they are so afraid of the government taking away their guns when that's not the question. So it's like if you, as a gun owner and a gun enthusiast, a gun lover, and somebody who wants to use your gun to protect people, how can you not realistically look at this track record and the violence and say that you still think that guns make this country more safe? You know? Like, you you cannot be looking at this realistically and looking at the numbers and believing the facts. So here are some here are some fun facts, some very fun facts about how other countries have dealt with um, their own, you know, mass shootings and, and gun issues. So a classic example, I'm looking at a screenshot. A classic example is Australia, and this is, you know, cited in every discussion about gun control. Um, because people always say, sorry, these, these gun enthusiasts say, how can we be sure that gun reform would even do anything? How, how can we be sure it'll even help? Uh, how about we look at what's happened in other countries, maybe? That's usually a good place to start to see how things work in the world. In Australia, in 1996, a gunman killed 35 people in a mass shooting. Following that shooting, the country instituted a mandatory across-the-board buyback of certain types of guns, in addition to a ban on buying any of them in the future. So, in Australia, all it took was one mass shooting, and then they had an immediate response. 
to largely um, lower the number of guns in their country and restrict, you know, buying in the future. That's a logical response. And it's been successful. They haven't had a mass shooting since. 1996. That's crazy. It's crazy that I think that's crazy. Like, I was born in 1995. They basically haven't had a mass shooting since I was born. Meanwhile, in the U.S., we've had so many horrendous mass shootings. The top 10 worst mass shootings in this country change every few months. That's how quickly we are having more and more mass shootings. And we cannot make a change. Thanks, uh, Congress. Thanks, NRA. Anyway, another example. The UK is another place where mass shootings led to huge change in the country's gun control laws. Gun control laws. With one mass shooting in 1996, again, leading to a handgun ban and a buyback of thousands of guns. Um, so, again, they are buying back many guns so that that lowers the number of guns in the country. Great idea. Um, and then banning specific types of guns that seem to be problematic. So it says um, gun control in the UK hasn't been as effective as it was in Australia, but it still led to a, deady, a steady, steady decline in the murder rate and a much lower rate of gun-related deaths um, than the US. So, you know, it may not 100% eliminate the problem, which by the way, isn't what we're ant anticipating. When we say we want gun control, we don't think that that'll make the problem go away 100%. But would it help? Absolutely. You really, you really can't, you know, disagree with that. But actually a lot of people can. About half the country disagrees with that, which Drives me nuts. All right, let's take a break and then we will, we'll just keep on trucking. I hope you guys are having a great day. Sorry for the heavy um, topic. But again, it has to be discussed. We have to keep talking about this because not only is it still relevant so often, but um, we can't rest until this issue begins to be resolved, until we see some actual action from our lawmakers. So let's take a little break and then we'll jump right back in. All right, welcome back, guys. We are going to continue talking about examples of countries that have improved their gun issues with gun control. Japan. Um, this is, I don't know where this exact um, piece is from, but I just read this on Facebook. Um, to get a gun in Japan, first you have to attend an all-day class and pass a written test, which are only held once per month. You must also take and pass a shooting range class. Then head over to a hospital for a mental test and drug test. Japan is unusual in that potential gun, over, un, potential gun owners must affirmatively prove their mental fitness. Uh, and you'll file that with the police. Finally, pass a rigorous background check for any criminal record or association with criminal or extremist groups, and you will be the proud new owner of your shotgun or air rifle. Just don't forget to provide police with documentation on the specific location of the gun in your home, as well as the ammo, both of which must be locked and stored separately. And remember, the police have to inspect the gun once per year, and retake the class and exam every three years. Can you believe that? 
that is Japan's strict gun control. It's so amazing because <laughs> if you, if you, oh my God, we, we propose literally stricter background checks and maybe like a longer waiting period and people go fucking nuts. I wish that we could have a system like that because it should not be easy to get guns. I've seen a thing of a, a kid, like, I don't know, like a 19, 20 year old kid. It, it took him five minutes to get an AR-15. Like, that shouldn't be possible. There's no reason that it should be that easy. You go to a fucking car dealership to get a car, it takes you all day. Like, why is it so easy to buy a gun? That's another thing. People are like, well, guns aren't the only thing that's dangerous. Cars kill lots of people, too. It's like, um, shut your stupid mouth. I'm sorry. But, like, what the fuck are you saying? Cars kill people, too. Yeah. Um, shh. Sure, they do. They do. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Um, but I, I shared another thing on Facebook. If you're friends with me on Facebook or if you're following me on Twitter, you've seen me sharing quite a lot of stuff because I can't stop. Um, but I shared this post that is, if guns were as regulated as cars, and it's talking about all the different things that you have to do to be able to own and drive a car compared to um, what the equivalent would be for guns if it had a similar system. So, for guns, if they were as regulated as cars, you would need a title and tag at each point of sale, gun training, a written test, a practical test, health requirements, liability insurance, and renewals and inspections at intervals. Hmm, that sounds very similar to Japan's system. Wow. Wow. Hmm, it's a good thing we <laughs> regulate our cars, which are killing machines. I get it. Cars are dangerous, but it's different. You can't, you can't equate them. <sighs> okay. Anyway, just getting angry. So, yes, I'm going to repeat this again. Um, the solution, or at least one solution that I think we seriously need to be pursuing is to ban semi-automatic assault rifles. I'm going to say that a million times forever until it happens. Um, I just, just found this out. An estimated, um, it's estimated that Americans own 8 million of these AR-15s. The same assault rifles, um, the same assault rifle that was used in so many of the worst mass shootings in this country. 8 million of them are in this country? It's, it's horrifying, you know? And I would love to believe that gun owners all have, you know, the best intentions in their heart and that they just want to use their toy for sport or they want to protect their family. But there is no reason that anyone needs that gun. And clearly, it's the choice for so many murderers for a reason. <sighs> can, we, can we just ban that one gun? Can you give us that one thing? Really, would it, would it change your life, gun owners? I mean, I guess if you own that gun... If that's so precious to you, if that's more precious to you than the lives of all the people who have been killed by that gun, then you can shove your thoughts and prayers up your fucking ass. Enjoy that at the shooting range, dude. Anyway, um, I am inspired nonetheless by the reaction um, since the Parkland shooting because the kids of that high school, I'm going to get emotional, they have been 
fucking incredible. You know, I've been watching videos um, and reading their tweets and reading about, you know, what they texted their parents. And, like, those are just, you know, heartbreaking, you know, to, to think that you would have to be sitting in class and text your parents, like, there's a shooter here. If anything happens, I love you. No child should have to go through that. And at first that was kind of like the traditional media narrative, I think. Like the news loves to share that type of shit because it's like, oh, it'll tug on your heartstrings and it'll make you hold your kids a little bit closer. But then these kids came out with something that is much more interesting and so, so incredible. These kids are coming out and they're going to rallies and they're giving speeches and they're going on the news and they are they are just talking about common sense gun control and they're they're looking the camera straight in the face and they're talking to reporters they're addressing our fucking president and they're saying we need gun control we are not going to allow this to keep happening we are the kids and the adults need to be doing something if the kids are the only ones taking this seriously then why the fuck do we have all these Congress people in office, you know? These kids are coming up and they're saying, we're going to come after the NRA. You know, these kids are having so much of a more logical response than, you know, all of these adults that I've seen. And a lot of our Congress people, unfortunately. <sighs> these are the young adults, you know? These kids, they're the future. These, they're, these are teenagers, you know? I've seen, like... Like, Emma Gonzalez, she's the one with the amazing speech at the gun safety rally. Her fucking, her speech, like, made me cry. It was so powerful and so just amazing and, and so, so truthful. Um, and I'm, I'm so impressed with the fact that they are organizing and they're not going to let this just be a blip on the radar. They're not just going to let people give their thoughts, their prayers, and their condolences and then move on. They're not going to sit and just mourn and grieve and let this just be another piece of history for their school. They want to really make a change because, I mean, fuck, can you imagine? Like, I'm imagining my little brother. He's a senior in high school. I'm imagining my own high school. If this has happened in my own community, like, there is no way that I could have just sat by and, like, missed my friends and, and my peers and not tried to do something to prevent it from happening again. Because it's inevitable that these mass shootings will continue if we don't make drastic changes to our gun laws. Duh. That's obvious. Also, mental health, yes. We've got to work on that too. That would be great. Parenting, yes. Reducing bullying. Bullington? What am I saying? Reducing bullying, yeah, that'd be great. Let's do all of these things. We can do all of them, but 100% we can absolutely change our gun laws and that will make a hugely positive impact. It's obvious. It's obvious. Anyway, these kids are going after the NRA, which is fucking great because obviously that's huge. The National Rifle Association. Um, I think I saw something like it, it paid $30 million um, in, you know, political contributions in 2016, $30 million, that is a strong <laughs> lobbyist group, you know? And that's just in one election year. They, they're constantly, constantly putting money into uh, Republicans' p 
political campaigns so that they will vote against any kind of gun control measures. And it's just, it's absolutely fucking despicable that we have adults, family values, politicians who who pretend to be these lovely Christian, whatever, religious people who care so much about their children and their communities, um, but they're just completely indebted to the NRA and they won't vote for common sense legislation that will save lives. It will protect innocent people from dying. They're cowardly, 100%. So these kids are going after the NRA and I hope that everybody does. I hope that we can get enough of these NRA-funded politicians out of office. It's 2018, we have the midterm elections this year and I am gonna get so fucking fired up. I wish I lived in a conservative state because I would love to be able to have a little bit more power in flipping you know, any of these races. But like, most of all, we need to fucking vote. We need to vote. Everybody needs to vote. If you care about gun control, you need to be out there voting. Make sure you never support an NRA-funded politician. And we need to do whatever we can to get those people out of office, as long as, of course, their um, opposition are worth supporting. Um, But there are so many wonderful people who are running against these fucking idiots, and they need to be you know, they need to be kicked out of office, voted out of office. Oh, man, I get so angry. But again, it's inspiring because there are things that that we can do. People are always saying, this is horrendous. What can we do? How can we change this? How can we prevent this? And it's so frustrating that so many of our lawmakers won't do anything for this. They'll vote against gun control so many times. Um, But what we can do is we can... We can get them out of office. It's not easy. It takes a lot of money. You know, when you have the NRA and other lobbyist groups like that, they they have the money to support the candidates that they want, the candidates that they know will support them. So it takes a lot of coordination and it takes everyone rallying together on the opposite side to um, defeat these people. But um, on that note... The students of um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School are planning a march. It's called March for Our Lives, and it's going to be on March 24th. I think that they are going to be marching um, on D.C. I'm not sure, but I think that's it. But they want everyone to march around the country in solidarity. So wherever you are, you know, look up the movement and try to be out there showing your support on March 24th. It's crazy. I hope that this stays in the news and stays relevant um, until then. I know these kids are not going down, you know, without a fight, and they will continue to be heard, even if it's just through their own social media. You know, for right now, the news stations are covering them, but who's who's to say if the news will continue to cover them, you know, after a week or two from now? Because as we've seen, like, it's horrible, but massacres like this come and go and it's it's sickening how quickly we move on in this country because we just have so many other tragedies that come up and then we focus on them for a few days and then we move on to the next it's it's terrible um I'm gonna give us a quick break and then we'll come back for just a couple more minutes um to talk about who knows what thank you guys for listening 
so to end this episode on a high note, I just want to focus on the inspiring things, you know, the inspiring results and the the posts and articles and everything that I've seen that make me, you know, believe in humanity again, because it's easy to just feel overwhelmed um, during and after situations like this and events like this. Um, but like I said, the students and just the reaction of young people and the reaction of everyone, you know, the the support is amazing and I love seeing that um, come together online, but it's even more impressive when it, you know, actually creates change in the real world. So it's great to see people at um, gun safety rallies and, you know, seeing people march in the streets. So that I look forward to. Um, also, I've seen like, I've seen a couple things of people either um, giving away their guns, surrendering, surrendering them at um, a police station, or I just watched a video of a guy like saw his AR-15 in half. Um, I was like, okay, dude, you fucking do it. Um, but there are go- gun owners who are coming through or, and saying, I'm a gun owner, I'm a gun lover, but I realize that I don't need to have this weapon. I can enjoy other guns or, you know, I, I can use other guns, but I don't need to have this specific gun. So I'm going to surrender it or I'm going to destroy it so that it's not in circulation. You know, they're not selling their guns so that somebody else has it. They really want to reduce the number of these guns that are in our country, which I think is really great. And and again, I don't want to shit on anybody who owns a gun. You know, my dad used to own guns. I think he um, he surrendered them a couple of years ago, I think, um, just because he didn't want to have them and again, didn't want to sell them either. Um, he may still have some. I'm not sure. Shout out, Dad. Um, <laughs> but my grandma is a gun owner as well, you know? Like, I've got family who own guns, but I don't see them. I never grew up around them. I just, I mean, I never grew up in a in a very pro-gun culture. I'm definitely not a shooter or anything. But, like, you know, there are people in my family who have guns for their own personal protection or whatever, for shooting for fun. So I'm not shitting on people who like guns or own guns. I'm, I'm shitting on people who won't give common sense gun control a chance. If you say that, that we can't change anything to make this country safer, that we can't make any change involving guns that will help protect these tragedies or prevent, prevent these tragedies, protect lives. I'm getting loopy. If you say that, I'm shitting on you, for sure. And I will say that unabashedly. Like, I have no shame in saying, like, you're wrong. <laughs> if if you think that, you know, increased background checks and banning semi-automatic weapons for civilians is... Ugh. I don't know what I was saying. I didn't want to say it backwards. Um, if you are a gun owner who is willing to look at these situations realistically and not just selfishly try to protect your own interest, um, then yeah, I respect you. Sure, do your thing. Um, But you better make sure that your guns are always unloaded or completely out of reach from children or other people who shouldn't, you know, be in contact with them. 
Um, be responsible, you know? Guns should not be a casual thing in this country, but they are, and that's just, that's the way it is, you know? If we, if America could, like, reset um, and have zero guns, and then we could, like, decide what our gun culture was going to be, that'd be great. I think things would be very different. Um, Would we possibly have more violence of other natures, such as stabbings? I don't know, maybe. If people want to be violent, sure, they'll be violent. But don't give them a extremely powerful semi-automatic weapon with the potential to kill so many people so quickly. That's obvious. That's so obvious. So anyway, sorry, I thought I was going to end this on a positive note. So let's go back to that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm inspired and I need all of you guys to be registered and I need you to vote. I need you to pay attention to your local elections. Um... I want everyone to get involved. I need to, dude. I need to look up when when there are going to be marches or rallies in my area because I want to get out there and we need to be acting, you know? People always say this and sometimes our generation is criticized for it. You know, the fucking idiots will say, millennials know how to retweet, but they don't know how to get out there and vote. It's like, all right, let's fucking prove them wrong. Let's register. Millennials are now the largest population age group. We have officially outnumbered baby boomers and all the other old people. Um, so we could be the most powerful voting block. So we need to get out there and, and be so passionate about our beliefs and you know what we think is right that we'll show up and we'll fucking vote and then we'll win, all right? It's not easy, it takes a lot of organization. It takes a lot of commitment, and it's exhausting to pay attention to politics. <laughs> it's exhausting to get involved, um, but it's so, so worth it, and we need to do it because we are the future. We truly are. Um, it's getting almost scarier as we get older because, you know, we realize that things like this are truly on our shoulders, and it is our responsibility to change things, and we can do it. I believe in us. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm really tired and it's hot, um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this and uh, I hope that I don't get a million troll comments, uh, but I'm assuming I will just by putting anything related to guns in the title of this video on YouTube. Um, so shouts out trolls. I doubt you, you listened to this. You probably didn't even listen to any of it, but um, it's fine. I love it. <laughs> All right, stay tuned and um, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks, bye.